0: We are live. It is Tuesday, May eighteenth, and I am Adam Martin, and he is Big Marcel Dorf. What's going on, big man? It's the MMA OB Daily Podcast. How's it going, everyone? I uh, hope you guys are all well. I'm uh, really looking forward to talking about this card with you, Marcel. UFC Fight Night, font versus Garbrand. Before we get into it, Marcel, what's going on with you, man? How are you? All good, man. Um been been
1: working today you know yeah. after 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 a small break from uh my day job so uh back at work immediately hurt my leg so that was an amazing day to start off with but um for the everything all good man
0: so like you're obviously you have another job right so like when do you do your posts like you're doing them during like like you, whenever you have a break kind of thing or like you do it all at night or like how do you do it man uh, you mean my post on, on, on Twitter or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, in Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It,
1: it depends, man. You know, I am um, normally when I'm at home or I'm not at work, and sometimes when I see something and I'm at work, I have to do it while I'm street side. You know, <laughs> that's, just, that's just stupid, you know, sometimes. And, uh, yeah, so we, we have more guys at the website. So if I really can't do it, I'm like, guys, can you can you try to do it? Yeah, and when they don't can, can do it, we have to wait, man. And then sometimes it's like... Uh, it sucks. I, one time, I had something like I wanted to post. that was breaking news, but I had to wait for two hours because I wasn't home and nobody could do it. And then somebody else posted. It. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, it happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, no worries. Yeah, no, no, I understand, man. That it's not easy. You know what I mean? Like I've had jobs outside the the business too. When I had, you know, to do my work, it's, it's not easy. But we uh, respect the grind, Marcel, and what you do, man, for the community. Okay, so we got a good card to talk about today. One fight did fall off sarah alper and lupita ganita's your girl loopy the fight fell off marcel you had visa issues and we've had a few other fights change. but man, 13 fights which is like a lot you know mostly it's been 12 fights lately or or even less like there was one card with nine fights a few weeks ago so 13 fights right now i mean let's be honest guys like the odds of all 13 fights i think going on are pretty slim i would say probably one of these fights gets canceled i hate saying it but it just seems like it marcel based on um you know what we've seen in the last couple cards, but I'm hoping all 13 fights stay intact because, man, this is a good card, I think. I mean, it's, it's like lighter in name value, but I think these are pretty good fights, guys, honestly. All right, Marcel, let's get into it, man. Let's start off with the first fight of the night. In the lightweight division, we have Demir Ismagulov making his return to the octagon against Rafael Alves, who's making his UFC debut. And right now, Demir Ismagulov is the biggest favorite in the card, Marcel, minus 550 betting favorite. Rafael, the turn Alves, plus plus. 425, Marcel's an underdog. Give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Kick off the card. Hey man, you know,
1: uh, I'm actually like both guys, man. I think Rafael Alves, he's at the MMA Masters, you know. Good camp. Um, he's a good fighter, man. He, he was supposed to fight at 145, and... uh yeah that didn't happen <laughs> he actually weighed in at 157 or something a crazy story uh he got a second chance from the usc here i'm actually happy for it because i think he's a good fight. by the way it's criminal to put this fight as a prelim opener man this should definitely be a prelim opener but um yeah alfaz he looked good at the contender series before that he had some good fights at titan as well uh i really like him but he's fighting the magulov man and he's Magulov super solid as we know uh came as champion from m1 uh, three fights in the UFC. He doesn't fight too often, n- not because of him, but because they get difficult fights for him or something difficult to find fights for him. At, uh, I don't know what's up, but uh, yeah, he looked good against uh, Alex Gorgis, who wasn't really UFC caliber, I think, uh, in his UFC debut. Don't don't uh, no disrespect, but the Alvarez and Moises fights were solid, man, and both guys are solid fighters, you know. Uh, Listen, man, I think it's a little bit of he is a little bit too high of a favorite in this fight because I think Alphas definitely can do some damage. And Alphas has the knockout power to put him away, I think. But man, I would be crazy not going with Esmogulo. So I'm taking
0: Esmogula via decision here. But um yeah. can surprise. Alphus can surprise. Man, I actually agree with pretty much everything you said, man. Daniel's here. What's going on, man? Glad for you guys, for you to be here and everyone else. Um I agree with pretty much everything you said, you know. I feel like Alves honestly can win this fight, guys. Like, I think this guy's pretty good. I don't think he's, like, an amazing fighter, but he's pretty good. he's pretty dangerous. Like, looked pretty good the last couple of fights. And the one thing I do want to point out here is the betting odds for his last four fights. I want to point them out here, Marcel. Um, here it is for Raphael. Look at this, guys. So, he's a huge underdog, right? But look, in the last fight, close the small favorite. The other three fights he won Titan. he was an underdog and won all three of those fights. So, this guy is... Kind of being costly underrated here and then demir obviously he's been a massive favorite almost every time out so no surprise to see him here as a big favorite again but i do think the odds are, are a little bit too wide here guys i gotta be honest with you um i think that this guy's a live dog honestly it's crazy to say that marcel but i think he i think he could win this fight so i'm personally like just i'm not interested at all in this Um, I I do think he probably ends up winning the fight, Marcel. Because I do like he's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong, guys. He's good, and we haven't seen any weaknesses with him. Whereas we have with Alves, and that's the problem here. So I I ultimately will favor Ismagulov slightly, but I think the odds are way off, man. I really do, Marcel. I think this guy could surprise us. And you know what, guys? Like the last couple cards, Marcel, the biggest underdogs been winning. Georges Danho, um, what was that guy's name? Jacob Malkoon, He won. Uh last week, um Priscilla Cachawera won like all like the last three or four cards, the biggest underdog won. So if this guy wins, I'm not gonna be shocked. So I'm personally staying away from his Magulov guys. I have no interest at all really in him this weekend. I think he probably gets the job done ultimately, probably wins a decision, like Marcel said. He is a good grappler, his striking is pretty good, but Alves is very, very dangerous. And initially, Marcel, I gotta be honest, I thought this fight was like they were punishing him by giving him Demir. But the more I think about it, it's like Demir hasn't fought in two years. You know, this guy is really dangerous. Like this kind of smells like there could be something potentially cooking here. So uh, listen, let's, let's be honest here, guys. He's a huge favorite. I've picked him every fight. Demir uh, Alves, you know, is a guy that I, I, I didn't think was that good. But honestly, after watching him fight again, he is pretty good. He's much better than the 19-9 record indicates. But ultimately, you know, Demir's 22-1 for a reason. The guy wins fights. I got to go with him for decision. It's just the odds are way too high here. He's also had a super solid
1: count right now, Alves. He said I'm a masters. So I'm um, you know, he yeah. can he can he, he surprise. could surprise here.
0: I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with you. So we'll see. But yeah, I mean, we, we're both gonna pick Demir guys, but Alves could surprise. Okay, this next fight. This one, Marcel, very, very close odds here. Yancy Medeiros taking on uh Demir Hadzovic in the lightweight division. Great fight, I think. For as long as it lasts, I don't know if it goes in the distance. Minus 115 for Demir, minus 105 for Yancey. Give me your thoughts on this fight, man. Yeah,
1: I kind of feel weird as fuck fight, man, in my opinion. I mean, uh, you got Yancy Medeiros, who we all know, uh, goes for broke all the time. He's crazy. He can fight. He, he can start, do stand-up. He can do submissions, man. He, he is good overall, but he's inconsistent, man. And you see that when he, when he gets the more tougher opponents. He... He can compete with them you know he, he loses to gillespie loses to cerrone and he also lost to venada you know in his most recent fight in the uh, last year uh the, had a year off comes back now against Hadzovic. uh and Hadzovic had to had that fight with mojano where mojano was upset that he tapped out after 45 seconds but yeah i mean you know hadzovic is an okay fighter but i wouldn't say he's that great his, his highlight win is probably against marching Held. That uh, knee where he lost the first two rounds, if I can uh, remember correctly. And uh, he came out and he he knocked him out with that knee. It's, uh, I mean, it's so, it's really a card flip this fight for me, man. But if I had to go with who I think will win, I think Medeiros is a little bit more tougher and I think he will tough it out and probably wins the decision. But
0: Adzovic can win this as well. I wouldn't put my money on this fight at all. Yeah, I agree. And I just want to get Daniel's comment because he was asking about Alves the last fight. Last fight. I think if he did win, yeah, it'd probably be a finish. But again, you know, my, my pick's going to be probably Demir by decision. Um, but I could definitely see Alves pulling it off somehow. Uh, and your other comment, Yancy's Yancey's torn. I That's pretty much what I'm thinking here too, guys. I think he's, I think his chin is completely gone. Um, Watch his last couple of fights, man, he's been in, <laughs> watching him fight again. I haven't watched him fight in a while, right? He hasn't fought in a year and I had not watched his fights in a while. Man. He's a really exciting guy. I mean, he's had some wars, like some amazing fights, Alex Oliveira, Donald Cerrone fight. Like, this guy is so exciting. I love Yancey. But, guys, at this point of his career, I mean, he's taking so much punishment. Um, He's coming off three straight losses. been finished brutally in two of those fights. Man, even the fights he won, Marcel, like the Alex Oliveira fight, like, he got dropped multiple times. Like, he takes a lot of damage. I mean, listen, Demir is not great. I get that. He is not. I'm with you, Marcel. He's, like, he's an average fighter. But... He does have some power, as we see against polar race and against Held. And I watched that Held fight again yesterday, and you're right. He did lose the first two rounds, but, man, he timed that knee so beautifully. Such a nice, nasty knockout. Um, the dude's pretty dangerous, guys. He does have good knees, really good knees. That's kind of what I'm looking for here. I think he maybe be bullying against the fence and then knock him out with knees. So I'm actually kind of leaning towards uh, Demir Hadzovic, Marcel, a little bit in this fight, to be honest with you. Um, I think, and to be honest with you guys, either way, I think there's probably a finish in this one. I, both these guys have taken a lot of damage recently, and or not, I shouldn't say Mecan- um, has a ha- or um, Medeiros has the Medeiros fight. He took no damage. He just tapped out really fast. Um, but you know, even that guy's losses, like the Jagos fight, like that's a respectable loss now. Looking back, I'm not saying Yancey's losses are bad. And anyways, that's not the right way to break it down. Just based on the damage, that's why I have to go against Yancy. I, I agree completely with what Daniel said. Here's what Cole said. It's the final fight of his UFC contract. He told me he knew it was his do or die for, your, for his career. Made some changes to his team. Working to all the Hall of the team as well. As and other Hawaiians. Absolutely. I agree, Cole. But again, you know, this guy's been fighting a long time. And uh, man, he's been fighting since 2007. And he was a strike force guy. It's crazy. He used to fight at heavyweight when he started, which is nuts. Anyways, I'm a huge fan of him. I mean, it'd be awesome to see him win. And I I could see him winning. But ultimately, i got to pick someone. And... I Would lean a little bit towards Haddridge, which is what the odds have right now. is a small, small favorite. Okay, next fight Featherweights, Josh Koulebald, Yilin Shaw. And right now, the odds for this one Koulebald's decent sized favorite here, guys, minus 250. Yilin Shaw making his debut plus 210. Marcel, give me your thoughts on these two guys.
1: Yeah, that's uh weird as fuck fight, part two. Um, Joshua Koulebald, yeah, I mean. He came into the UFC, lost to Jalen turner was a short notice fight. No, after that, that split decision against Charles uh, Jourdain, that was a draw. I still think Charles Jourdain won that fight. So in my opinion, he's actually 0-2 in the UFC. um Before that, yeah, he he fought in uh, in the in the Oceania promotions, right, and uh over there, and then he he did he did well over there. You know, he he won all his fights, but. I don't know, man. He's now fighting Yilan cha Actually, funny that Yilan cha has a win over Alexi Olenig on his record, which isn't the real Alexi the <laughs> So <laughs> that's actually funny. But um yeah, also he has a good record, you know, Yilan cha, but it's all against questionable opposition, not really that great, uh that great of fighters. He has some, some legit wins, but Overall, what I've seen, uh, I, listen, he you can look impressive against not really impressive opposition, you know what I mean? And both guys are really like that, in my opinion. But I saw Coulibaly against Jordet. I like what I saw, he didn't want to fight, but I like what I saw and Yilan Sha, the thing is the US is really promoting uh, those uh, new Chinese fighters, you know, from the USC Performance Institute, and we saw three of them uh, last time, we saw uh, Natalie Young, mm-hmm. who looked good in the, f- in the first three minutes and then completely got overwhelmed, we saw Our uh, Kieleng, who really looked good against Jeff Molina, but he lost as well. And uh, we saw Rongzhu, who didn't really look good against Casula uh, Vargas, in my opinion. He did okay, but it wasn't that great. So the thing is, I don't know, man. With Yunan Shah, he got a loss on his record. The first round knockout against Rongzhu, by the way. Um, I'm leaning towards Kuli Bao, but it's a hard read, man. I think Kuli will probably win. I would pick him via decision
0: yeah i'm with you i thought he lost the fight with jordan initially um it was nothing close uh he dropped him so that's kind of why i think there was a 10-8 round it was close but uh you know one thing that i was watching john uh jhk's interview with him uh and he said that you know for his first fight which i watched it again he fought jacobin turner he was so out of shape like he just got off the coach they offered him the fight like he was not ready for that fight it was a terrible match him, and he got finished but he had a respectful performance against jordan and now you know he's not working full time he's he's training full time and man he looks in good shape based on his pictures so I, I, I think this kid's pretty legit man i think the odds honestly are are fair on this guy because <laughs> i had to watch yill and, and shaw i just i didn't know anything about him i watched a few of his fights. there's not a ton of tape on this guy there's a couple fights he he looks okay i mean he can take you down and beat you up but the thing is the guys he's fighting are are so bad guys like they're really terrible and they, they have no takedown defense, he can just take them down right away. Uh, I don't think he's going to be able, uh, able to easily take down Kulabao. Uh, I, I think Kulabao probably finishes this guy, man. To be honest with you, you got finished three fights ago. at who we just saw in the UFC looked really bad. I thought too. So he, some of these, uh, these Chinese fighters, I'm not sure if they're really ready because it's such a big step up guys. Like the guy fought in his last fight was three and five. He was terrible, right? And now he's fighting Josh Kula. He's not, he's not a great prospect, but he is a decent prospect. And Marcel, most of his wins are by stoppage. He probably finishes this dude, so he's a big favorite, guys. But honestly, I think it's fair. I, I think Yelenshaw, you got to bet against him here. Um, let's go to the next fight here, guys. And it is Victor Rodriguez taking on Bruno Silva. He stepped in on short notice for this fight. Uh, Denny's Boddar fellow, and then Silva stepped up. It's the first fight of his new deal. And Rodriguez moving back down to flyweight after getting knocked out by Adrian Yanez in his debut at Banway What a terrible, terrible matchup for his debut. Uh, man, Silva's a big favorite here, Marcel. Minus 335, plus 275 Rodriguez. So he's, I think, yeah, he's the second biggest favorite in the card behind Izvogulov. So give me your thoughts on this one, man. Do you think, you think uh, the odds are closer than, or should they be closer, or do you think they're fair? I think they're fair, to be honest, man. I think uh,
1: Victor Rodriguez, he's... Uh, He's a fighter from the Alaska FC promotion and um, yeah, I mean I, I haven't been impressed with what I saw at all in, in my opinion and the Yanez fight, kind of a dirty move by the UFC to put him against Janas, almost, you know, because I think Janas is really a really talented guy and Rodriguez, I don't really see it to be really honest. And Bruno Silva, yeah, I mean, we all know he actually lost his first three fights in the UFC, you know, but... The Tagir Ulambekov fight was close, the Dvorak fight he lost, but it was close. In the Taha fight he got tapped, but that was got overturned and no contest. But man, he looked good against JP Baez last time, you know. Um, I really like what mm-hmm. I saw there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's improving, man. I think he's he finally getting uh, getting his, his thing going in the UFC. I really like what I saw. I all, also like what I saw in the Ulambekov fight, like I said. It was a close fight, Ulanbekov got it. But um yeah I'm thinking Silva here man I think he finishes Rodriguez
0: I would go with the first round knockout in this one You know what man I I tend to agree with you um I could see him definitely getting a finish in this fight he looked really improved in the stand up in his last fight uh, JP Baez, I'm not sure if that guy is UFC caliber honestly but he still looked great in that fight and honestly the, like I we talked about with that fight like looking back and watching his fights like his losses are close fights like to UFC to pretty good fighters in the UFC so you know, Rodriguez, man, I don't know. Like, he's beating up some some really low-level competition. He's just able to kind of take them down and, and get their back or get on top of them and just pound them out. But I don't really see that being successful like that in the UFC. So, but I think, is too experienced at this point. And he's, again, a better rec- a better fighter than his record indicates. So I'm with you, Marcel. You know what? He's a big favorite here, guys. But I, I honestly think this is such a bad match for Rodriguez. Like, this poor guy, he gets... Adrian Yanez in his debut and I used to fight Bruno Silva. Can they give him an easier matchup? Maybe I don't even know who he's going to fight next. So That would kind of be the way I'm leading this one. I think the odds are right. Matt Mack, what's going on, man? UFC seems to be hoping to find Chinese talent making us watch tough China play on real fight cards. Yeah, some of these guys aren't ready for sure. I don't think Yelon Shaw is, but he does have 25 fights, so they're going to give him a chance. We'll see. I mean, he's a potential wild card, but I didn't really like what I saw, man. He's he's beating up on guys that really are, are just terrible opposition, and it's a jump up to about. Okay, next fight, Marcel. You got the welterweights, Claudio Silva taking on Court McGee. Two veterans here, Marcel. And odds literally are minus one ten a piece, guys. And let me just quickly say, you know, I I just love the matchmaking in the UFC these days. Like these fights are hard to pick, and I love that. You know, like it really challenges you to break down the fight and find a little small edge. And this fight is super close, man. Look, like look at the odds. Literally are coin flip. So Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight. Court McGee, Claudio Silva, minus one ten each. Who's your pick?
1: yeah my pick is uh claudio silva in this one man i i really like actually i actually i like claudio silva i know many people say he's overrated but i like him man i think he he looked good in, in a lot of his fights but um you know the cole Williams fight what can we say about it cole williams wasn't really UFC caliber in my opinion uh danny roberts that was an odd fight man he was uh, actually saying he tapped but he didn't tap and then the ref stopped it and he actually, didn't tap in my opinion, but yeah, it was a re- very real one. He got a win over Leon Edwards, a split decision, a close fight that he could have lost as well. Uh, last fight, he lost to James Cross, which was uh, I picked him to win that fight, actually, if I remember correctly. So, but he lost that fight. Let, let's be let, he lost that fight. I just say I picked, I thought he would win. Court uh, McGee, that Court McGee is just not, I mean. He's a tough guy, but he just doesn't do it for me, man, in the UFC, in my opinion. You know, his probably his best win is in 2013. That was a split decision over Robert Whitaker back then, but Whitaker was uh was still at welterweight. Um man, I go with Claudio Silva in this one. Pro- probably a decision, uh 29-28.
0: Claudio Silva probably guesses later, but uh, I'm going with uh, Claudio Silva. Yeah. I remember I had him uh, against Whittaker. It was like a pick him. I think he was like small underdog or something. You know, he's, I've been pretty good at picking his fights and Silva's fights. Like Silva's a guy, honestly, he's been money for me guys. Like people don't like him, but I mean, I've been, I've been on him in the past and he's been a winner for the most part, except for the last fight, Marcel. So he's been money guys. And you know, this is a, this is definitely a close fight. It's, I think the odds are, are pretty reflective of that obviously. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of with you, Marcel. I feel like, you know, it's a close fight, but, the one area of the game where there's such an edge is the grappling for Claudio Silva. Like he has such a huge advantage on the ground guys. Like if he can get it there, I mean, court McGee, I, I did watch his fights back to see his takedown defense. It's not bad. Um, like Ryan Leflair struggled to keep him down, but that was a few years ago. He's a, he's an older guy. Now, both guys are old. I mean, uh, he's, court's 36 and, and Claudio's 38, but cool. Uh, I think court is taking way more damage and he's lost five of his last six fights. His last fight with the Condit man, he, he got his nose busted up. Um, you know, he does have a path here, though. Here's the thing if Claudio Silva sort of gases out, like you just said, Marcel, which he does tend to do, Cormaghi could possibly win in the third round or maybe take a decision. But I think Claudio is going to be able to win at least the first round and maybe the second round. Um, and if not, maybe he can get a submission. But uh, yeah, it's a close fight. But because of the grappling advantage, I got to go with Silva in this one, too. So I'm with you, Marcel. All right. Got the heavyweights up next up, guys. Uh, Chris Barnett stepping on a short notice to take on Ben Rothwell. And by the way, Philippe Lins, like I was kind of wondering what happened to him because they said he fell ill. He, he posted an update on his, uh, on his um, Instagram. He said that he has COVID. So that's why they pulled him from the fight. Philippe Lins. I didn't know what happened. No one really did. Um, But I was going to bet on Ben Rothwell in that fight because it was minus 110. I love those odds. So I can't do it now, but he's fighting Chris Barnett and he's a big favorite here. Marcel minus 310 Barnett plus 255. Do you think this guy can win? A huggy bear or they call him a beast boy now actually he used to be called huggy bear now he's beast boy yeah. can you take out big brand rothwell in his ufc debut on short notice
1: i like the huggy bear actually over beast boy but okay um yeah this guy has to cut to 265 by the way man this last fight was a three or three or three hundred uh pounds so um oh,
0: man. Jesus. yeah he was actually supposed to fight Brett Martin, right, next week, yeah, uh, yeah, that guy uh, should be in the UFC by the way, I think. Brett, Brett Martin, he's a pretty good prospect. But go ahead. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, Barnett, uh,
1: he's actually he's a funny guy, man, <laughs> to to watch, you know. He does all those uh, crazy stuff, uh, uh, and he's he has some knockout power, man, but I think he has he he is a few uh, he's a few levels under Ben Rockwell if it comes to uh quality how he fights and uh, how ben fights the thing is with ben rotwell since his comeback to the ufc after a suspension he lost to ivanov in a fight i think he won um he lost to arlovsky that was a bad fight for him the Mm -hmm. stefan Struve fight actually he didn't look good in that fight in the beginning man uh, until he he kicked stefan Struve in the the balls twice and then he took over (laughs) so yeah good for him um over oh, to a proof fight. I think he won that fight. and the Tibura fight wasn't good also. So the thing is, um, Ben Rothwell still wins the fights. He should win. And he should win against uh, against Chris Barnett, in my opinion. Um, I expect Chris Barnett to
0: gas in the second round. I think Ben Rothwell puts him away if I a TKO. I-, I love Ben Rothwell on the spot, man. I-, I think he absolutely destroys this guy. Uh, <laughs> I got to be honest, man. I don't think he's really UFC caliber. I'm kind of excited to see him in the UFC because he's a fun guy to watch, Marcel. But... I mean, he doesn't really have a good chin at all from what I've seen. Like, he's been brutally knocked out in multiple fights from what I saw. He does have some power. He's got some crazy kicks and stuff. He does some spinning stuff, which is crazy for a big guy. He's actually listed as a super heavyweight, like Marcel said. But coming in a short notice, thing, Ben Rothwell. Here's the thing. Like, if it was, like, you know, your average heavyweight, he would obviously have a puncher's chance. But, dude, Ben Rothwell, guys, is, like, a legendary heavyweight with an amazing chin. Like, he's almost impossible to knock out Marcel. Like, you cannot knock this man out. This guy is not going to be able to knock him out, guys. I don't think. If he did, that would be one of the biggest upsets of the year in my mind. Um Coming in and sort of knocking out Ben Rothwell, who has not been knocked out since uh 2009, when Cain Velasquez knocked him out. So he hasn't been knocked out in 12 years, and he's fought like the best guys in the UFC and and has some good wins. Obviously, fought way better competition than Garnett. And like you said, Marcel, you know, he wins the fights he's supposed to win. Um, You know, I don't think Rothwell is like a contender anymore by any means, guys. At 39 years old, but. I still think I think he smashes this dude. Honestly, like this is just such a bad matchup for Barnett. He was like the fourth guy, like to fight that was supposed to fight Rothwell. Like there was a couple other guys that, that Russian guy that tested positive for COVID, I think, or, or visa issues or something. And then Philippe Lins was supposed to fight him a couple times. So just four different like opponent switch up kind of thing. And yeah, I I, I just think it's a bad matchup for this dude. So I don't even really think he has a puncher's chance because Brandon Rothwell is such a good chin. So I don't really see him how, he how he's going to win this fight. I'm with you, Marcel. I think Ben Rothwell finishes this dude, so that's a. I think that's a, a good pick here, guys. Rothwell by TKO. All right, we've got Ben. Uh, Bill Algio taking a Ricardo Ramos. This is a fun fight, guys, at featherweight. Another <laughs> close one, Marcel. Minus 120, Bill Algio, plus 100, Ricardo Ramos. Give me your pick in this one, man.
1: The thing with Ricardo Ramos is the moment I think now he's going to do it, he's not doing it. You know what I mean? And now I'm like, this is another fight. He can do it, so he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricardo Ramos, he, he, he's… He's a fun fighter to watch, you know, he's I think he's very good on the ground is his, his spinning back and elbow knockout against Eamon Zahabi is still one of the be- most beautiful highlights in, in the UFC, I think, man, it was a beautiful uh, spinning back elbow. Um, he didn't look good against Lerone Murphy at all, man, in his last fight, I think Lerone Murphy completely overwhelmed overwhelmed him or something. I didn't saw that coming, to be honest, although Murphy is undefeated, I know, I thought uh, Ray- Ramos would, uh, would do better. Uh, he got wins over Garagori and Newsom before that, but I'm not really impressed with either one, to be really honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost to Magomedov. So, And Bill Aljo, man. Bill Aljo actually did well so far in the UFC, man. He, he lost to Lamas, but it was a great fight. I think it was fight of the night as well. It was a retirement fight for Ricardo Lamas. And um, he did well in the fight. And after that, he won against Pai Karla, where, where I think he was an underdog in that fight because uh Carlisle had some uh how do you say that had some hype behind his name right he's not in the UFC anymore but he has some hype around his name um I always like Bill Elger, man. also in the regional scene man I saw him many times for uh CFC and ring of combat I think he's a good fighter man and um he also had a great fight that I'll remember on contender series again Brandon Loughnane where Brandon Loughnane got absolutely shit on by the ufc by not signing him and they they signed algeo like a year later or something but i'm thinking bill algio unanimous decision in this one
0: yeah it's kind of that kind of sucks for lofner although he could win a million dollars right he just knocked out shaman ryan so he's he's got a chance to win a million dollars i think that'd be better than being in the ufc probably where he's making what 12 and 12 like Algio is um you know this is a definitely competitive fight but i think Algio man he looks just like a better overall fighter to me guys and like he's got better cardio I think Ramos tends to fade in his fights I think that's a big problem Aljo's very very tough durable guy hard to finish I think you know Ramos might have a first good first round but I think he's going to struggle as the fight goes on it's, def- it's definitely possible Ramos could get a submission in the first round I'm not going to say it's not oh, a of possibility he's got good submissions and, and I could see him winning in the first round by submission but other than that I think Aljo probably grinds it up for a decision so that'd be the way I'm going in this one at these comments it was chris barnett saying what's going on with air glue the heavyweight supernova Marcel, who is this guy who is who's that do you remember that uh the chinese guy who got kicked in the nuts
1: and he ruptured the ball do you <laughs> oh, remember that no one? no yeah no. yeah i i will send you the clip you really have to see oh, it God. it's, it's <laughs> awful He's uh it is a huge guy a chinese guy and he got kicked in the ball balls by a young young man or something a south korean guy it's awful, man. He has to go uh, for, from from. Uh, I think he got immediately su- immediate
0: surgery after that.
1: Mm, so that's,
0: uh, yeah, that's tough. let has got these comments. Rothwell is Gulov probably. I'm not sure, man. I I don't know. It was Magulov. I'm I'm like I said. I think the odds are kind of high on him. Having taped Ramos for Saljo, Aljo's been more active and hung in there with gritty vet longness. Yeah, and I'm with you on that one too. I just think yeah, he's more durable a little bit too. So. I'm kind of with you on that one. All right, let's go to the next fight. This is, that's the prelims guys. So we'll go to the main card now. Kicking off the main card. Oh man, this matchup's awesome. Jack Hermanson against Edmund Spalzian. It was supposed to happen last week. Uh, Jack Hermanson, someone in his team got COVID or something. Anyways, it it's been pushed back. It's happening this Saturday. I'm excited for this fight. Gotta plug Cole's interviews because Cole interviewed both guys at BJ Penn. So you can watch it on our website or on our YouTube channel. He did a really good job of both the interviews. They're both really cool. Um, I, I'm I'm a big fan of both guys. I think they're both awesome fighters. This is a really tough fight to call, too, I think, Marcel. Honestly, I think this is very difficult to call. Right now, the odds are favoring Hermanson, though. Minus 155 with Edmund at plus 135. Marcel, what do you think about this one, man?
1: Yeah, man. By the way, I sent you the clip, so watch it if you want. Hold on. Let me
0: watch it first, guys, and then we'll... Yeah. Oh, no. It's Okay, okay, okay. Just watch it. All right. Oh, this guy, I think I have seen it, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen (laughs) this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy? Okay, okay, okay all right anyways uh give me your thoughts on this fight
1: uh yeah jack hermanson uh he lost his last fight against vittori man it was short notice fight for him actually as well people always say like yeah it was a short notice for Victoria it also was for hermanson man he was supposed to fight till and then he was supposed to fight Holland, and then he got Victoria in the end so um you know hermanson is really good when he gets a guy in early submission right um and the funny thing, Eschbasi is really good in the first round overall, mm-hmm. and uh, then he gasses a lot in the, in the second, normally in third. Uh, I'm going to be quick with my pick. I'm going with a uh, with, with a little bit of a gamble.
0: I'm taking Atman first round KO. I think he can do it. Yeah, this is this is another tough one, guys. Honestly, um, I think the odds honestly should be closer to like a pick-em. I think this fight's really tough to call. Uh, I I definitely think I think Hermanson is the better MMA fighter overall. I will give him that. I do think he's the better, well-rounded fighter. We know that. His submissions are nasty as hell. Um, he's got good wrestling, he's got good boxing. He's just a good fighter, man. He's solid. But, you know, Edmund, I know he's coming off a bad loss too, but I do think there's untapped potential with this kid, man. And, you know, he's 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 taking a shot at another top ten guy. He wanted this fight. He wants the previous still top ten. And I think it's a different match than Brunson a little bit. Brunson's like very relentless with the wrestling. Hermanson does go for the takedown. This possibly can get him down, but I think he's gonna have to survive that first round, which might be harder than than I than some people think. Cause I, I think, you know, with Hermanson, he's getting up there in eight, he's coming off a five-round war with the Tory taking a lot of damage, Marcel. Got knocked out a couple fights ago. He's taking a lot of damage, guys. And I feel like, you know, Edmund could be catching him at the right time. So I don't know. I mean, I'm still kind of on the fence with this one, guys, honestly, but right now I would say it's dogger pass personally. I'm kind of with you, Marcel, a little bit on this one too. Rothwell cool about both by finish parlay might be uh yeah, uh, I think both those guys do finish this, their fights probably. But yeah, I would leave. I don't know. I don't even know, guys. Honestly, I have to think about this one more. It's just, it's really tough. Like, but right now, like I said, I think it's a dogger pass. I, I believe the odds should be minus 110 in this fight, honestly. The other fight, like with uh, Claudio Silva and Court McGee, I think Court McGee should be like minus 150, or sorry, Claudio Silva, because he has such a clear grappling advantage in that fight. You know what I mean? So there's value, I think, with him. But in this fight, it's like. Jack, I think, should be a little bit smaller of fear, because, man, he's coming off a tough fight. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Flyweights. David Dvorak, The Undertaker, against Rally and Paiva. This is a cool fight, man. I like these guys at 125. Dvorak, small favorite here, Marcel. Minus 145. Paiva, plus 125. What do you think, man? Yeah, I
1: think it's a, it's a great matchup, man. Uh, I really like what I saw from Dvorak so far, man. He, uh, he he did very well before he came in the UFC, but in the UFC as well, man, he... He easily beat Espinosa, in my opinion, and he also uh, defeated Bruno Silva, although the commentary team thought Silva was doing great in that fight. I think uh, Dvorak did great in that fight and he won the unanimous decision. Mm -hmm. Paiva, the figures for Paiva, man, his first two UFC fights, I think he got robbed against Cara France, was the decision. Uh, After that, he lost to uh, Roger Bontarin via cut and i always saw he's a good fighter man then he won against la rosa with that with that uh with that knockout you know beautiful knockout in my opinion but the zalga's fight didn't look great in my opinion i'm actually shocked he got a unanimous decision there Um, he didn't look good in that fight and i think Zalgas should have won that fight to be honest um yeah it's a super fun fight man i think it's it's a really close one as well uh gut feeling i think dvorak will will take the fight i think he, he he he's not likely to guess
0: i think and uh dvorak decision for me this fight's super close man like this one could be minus 110 each too i think it's really super close um they're both good man i think i like both guys don't get me wrong and they're both or uh dvorak's on a nice win streak like really nice and he's been a money fighter i mean i bet on him both fights that he's won so i like the guy piva has been kind of like hit and miss a little bit but you know he did win these last two fights, although I agree with you, Marcel, he probably should have lost the last one, but you know, this kid, it's pretty young man, 25. He does have a reach advantage in this fight. Um, He's training with Uriah Faber now. It looks like he's in fantastic shape. Like he's training with Faber. That's a good camp. Dvorak, I don't even know really where he's training. And I was looking online and it's kind of hard to like figure out really what he's doing. I don't know. I mean, at this, at this level of the sport, and such a close fight. I think this fight could easily be a split decision. Like this is a close fight. Um, I'm leaning a little towards Piva Marcel a little bit as the underdog in this one. So that's the way I'm leading. But again, it's a, it's a very close fight. Uh, I definitely think it's probably going to go the distance and the judges are going to get involved. So who the hell knows what they're going to say if it goes the distance. I just, the one thing I like about Paiva, and I want to say this, he does walk forward. And I think that did help him win the judges decision in the last fight. Marcel, cause he's always walking forward. Whereas Dvorak does go backwards sometimes, which I think in a close fight could cost him. So. Kind of that's what I'm thinking here, guys, but it's very close. All right. Felicia Spencer gets Nora Dumont, Marcel. Dumont stepping in a short notice for Daniel Wolf. That fight, I think Spencer would have absolutely destroyed Wolf. She would have taken her down, like, right away, submitted her. This fight's different, though, and the odds are very reflective. That minus 160 for Spencer, plus 140 for Dumont. So Spencer's a small favorite here, Marcel, but nothing crazy. Give me your thoughts. Yeah,
1: man. Um... I'm, I'm going, honestly, I think uh, Spencer
0: will, uh, will... I don't know where Marcel went, guys. He just like dropped out. No idea. Anyways, I'll, I'll discuss the fight where he gets back in. That's weird where he just left. Um, for me guys, um, you know what, this is a, uh, I think a pretty competitive fight, honestly, more than I thought initially, because like my initially was like, man, Spencer's going to destroy this girl. She'll get her down. She'll submit her right away. But you know, Dumont is such a wild card, man. Like she's kind of like a, an unknown here and she had, there's like one fight over on YouTube you can watch and she destroys this girl. She has the fight with Megan Anderson where she gets caught with a big punch and gets knocked out and then she looks really good against Ashley Evan smith who's not a great fighter. And then now she's fighting Felicia Spencer, which is obvious, obviously a step up. And the other thing is she obviously had that fight where she failed to make weight against Aaron Blanchfield. It just happened like last month. So she's coming in here on short notice, like it's hard to know what to expect of her, I think. I, I think she's a little bit of a wild card guys, to be honest with you. Um Let's see what Marcel's saying. A lost connection trying to get back on. Okay, no worries. I think this girl's a little bit of wild card, guys. Like, honestly, I, like I said, I thought initially I was going to really like Spencer in this one. But the thing about Spencer is she's kind of like one-dimensional, man. She's obviously amazing on the ground. But to me, her striking is not very developed. I know she's been working hard on that. Maybe she'll show some improved striking in this fight. But Dumont, so far, has shown, I think, the better striking. So, I don't know. I think it's a close fight. I would lean a little towards Spencer because she does have that advantage on the ground, but it's super close. Uh, I don't know where Marcel is. Let me just go here um, in the comments. Daniel, Dvork has show nice consistency. Dvorak's decision. It's a close fight, man. I'll talk about Ho- Ho- Jose. I'll talk about that fight in the next uh, top of fight. Matt, I once tried to pick against Dewan. It was torn out of a CBS conspiracy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of people, and same with Alves, the guy earlier, Rafael Alves, people just hate these her and him because they miss weight, right? So people are down on them right now. But you got to look at their qualities of fighter. And Dumont's not bad. And, you know, she has some untapped potential, I think, guys. And, you know, we, we might see an improved version of her. She did look good in that last fight, no doubt about it. It's just that it's hard to gauge, really. So until I see it, it, it I don't think I could pick her. But, again, Spencer, I think, is not as good as, like, a lot of people think because she is – rather one-dimensional in my opinion i don't know where marcel is um but whatever I'll, I'll keep going and then if he jumps back in, he does all right throw the next fight here guys um what is it here we go justin taffa and jerry vendera and we do have a comment jose says he likes taffa by first-round knockout yeah i mean it's a heavyweight fight between two low-level guys let's be honest here uh they're both like barely ufc caliber probably uh, Vandera, man, didn't look good at all against feedback. It is a tough matchup against a really good grappler with t- good top control. Just smashed him. Uh, Vendera, you know, he's a big dude. He has to cut to make two sixty five as well. He's a huge guy and he does have a reach advantage in this fight. So that's something to keep in mind. Does have some knockoff power trains with like, uh, Sam Alvey and, uh, some other guys at Dan Henderson's gym. So he has some like, okay training partners, but I don't know, man. I mean, to me, he's like super hittable. I don't know guys, like, I don't know if this guy's UFC caliber, but Justin Taffa, you know, he's, he's been knocked out in the UFC and Vendera could catch him. There's no doubt about it. It's a, it's a low level heavyweight fight overall. I, I think Taffa probably should be favored here, which the odds indicate at 185. Um, I think that's probably somewhat accurate, maybe a little bit too high, but you know, for me, it's like, it's a low level heavyweight fight. And for me, those are the kind of fights that really don't want to put too much faith in because, Man, one punch in this fight. Like Taffa could be piecing him up. Vendera lands a bomb or Vendera gets him in a choke or something. Maybe he takes him down. But I, I tend to think Taffa, for what I've seen, has like some serious knockout power um, and can put guys out cold. So I, I would lean towards him. He's, and he's a very like stocky dude. I feel like he's going to be hard to take down for Vendera. So I lean towards Taffa first sure round knockout as well. Jose, I'm with you on that one. It's just that I've seen a lot of these kind of like low level heavyweights get knocked out in the past against random guys like this. So. Yeah. Um, Matt, who's next for Amanda News at 145? Anyone till Kayla. There's like nobody, man. She's finding Pena next at 135, and then who knows what's going to happen. Um, let's go to the next fight, guys. There's only two fights left. Maybe Marshall will come back in here at some point. If not, whatever. Uh, So the next fight, guys. coming in event. Yan, Janon against Carla Esparza. And then this one has close odds to Yan minus 125, Carla plus 105. That's yeah, an interesting fight. No doubt about it. You know, Yan. She's looked pretty good in the UFC. She's six to zero. She's had like an increasing level of competition every fight, which I like. She's finding someone better every fight. That's a good way to build someone up, and I think she is ready for this spot. Um, but Carla obviously has that wrestling that makes her like so tough, man. And you know, she's coming off a great winner from Rina Rodriguez, and she's won four straight fights. And her wrestling just looked really good. She's just relentless with it. She's definitely a wild card in this fight for sure. I think Carla could get Yan down. I've seen Yan get taken down, but she does manage to get back up most of the time. And if this fight does stay in the feet she i think has the striking advantage in my opinion she has very good boxing so i'm leaning towards the end winning decision i'm just saying like carla if she did take her down and grind her out would anyone be completely shocked i mean she's really she's been doing it her whole career she's did it to so many girls and she's won so many fights as an underdog guys so it's 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 definitely a spot where i can see why the money's come in on carla the money has come in on on because she opened as a plus 160 dog so yeah, I'm with, I'm I'm leaning towards the end, but I, I do think it's a super close fight too. Watch tape on this. Marina Rodriguez, poor wrestler. I agree. I agree with that too. And that's, we saw against Michelle Watterson held her down. Michelle's not that big. Yan for the win. I tend to agree with you, man. So let's go to the last fight here, guys. Uh, main event of the evening, Rob Font, Kobe Garbrandt in the UFC Bandwidth Division. Man, this fight's amazing, obviously, and the odds, <laughs> minus 110 each, guys. There's like four or five pick-em fights on this card. It's crazy. I love it, man. I love being challenged, man. You know, it's not a, again, not an easy fight to pick, but I do favor Rob Font because of the durability issue of Cody Garbrandt guys. Like I, I just really question his ability to take a big shot. And Rob Font is a very powerful knockout artist. We've seen him knockout guys, his whole career, almost all of his wins are by stoppage. Uh, the guy's an absolute stud with his boxing. Um, Garbrandt is too, don't get me wrong. He is too. And Garbrandt, I think he's probably the faster guy. He's the younger guy. So I think he's definitely got a chance to land the bomb too. No doubt about it. We saw him obviously knock out a Sun in his last fight, it was an incredible punch. just an absolute incredible punch. He's been knocking guys his whole career. I just, again, feel like this guy's been in so many wars, guys. Like, I, I, I just don't know if I have faith in his chain in a five round fight against a guy like Rob Font who brings serious heat with every punch he throws. This seems like a tough spot for Cody. So I would lean towards Rob Font, guys, but I will say this, you know, if Cody fights smart, he could wrestle, I think, his way to a win here. I don't think he'll do it though. I just feel like he likes to stand and bang. And he feels like he can knock anyone out. And he can for the most part. I think he could definitely land a shot and put Rob Fonto too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discounting that possibility. Um, I don't think Font's ever been knocked out. But this could be the time where he, he does get finished. Because Cody does have power. But again, with Cody's chin issues, I just find it very hard to back in here, guys. That's my opinion. I don't know where Marcel went. But uh, let's talk about the fights, guys. Give me your thoughts on these ones, man. I, I got—I uh, was getting Marcel's pick uh, picks, obviously. But he's not here right now. Anyone want to talk about any of these fights in the main card. Um, let's talk about like anything you want and any questions you guys have throw them in the chat and I'll try to, uh, you know, fill in some air. Well, hopefully he comes back. Matt says, uh, it feels like Garbrandt missed his moment. I don't see him getting back to where he was. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like he's past his prime a little bit, guys. I really do. You know, I think he did have his moment. Like you said, he was the champ, But You know, that dominant cruise fight, man, that was five years ago. That's crazy. 2016 guys. That was a long time ago, that was his best performance. And he did have a good showing against the Sunset. Looked fast, looked powerful, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't that long ago where TJ knocked him out and he might've been gassed up on on, uh, steroids for sure. But Pedro Munoz knocked him out too. And Pedro's not a knockout artist. And that fight was like kind of a brawl and he just got brutally finished. And I feel like Font, if he connects with that, punch, can knock him out. Again, it's close because Cody's a respected name in the sport, he's a popular guy that people bet on, but. I think Rob should be a little bit more of a favorite here, to be, to be honest with you. There, there you are, man. You were gone forever. Funt, uh, fought by KO until Cody proves me otherwise, Daniel says, and him backstage. Okay, so I went through the, the last four fights, Marcel. That's okay. No worries. Um, Let's get your thoughts on them, then, Marcel. So I st- I started with… Uh, Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Give me your th- Who's your pick? Yeah, Spencer, man. I think mm-hmm. she uh, gets a submission win in the first or second round yeah I, I said spencer too but i, I feel like you mine is kind of like a wild card she's kind of like a mystery a little bit um jared jared Deren and justin taffa who's your pick i picked justin Taffa the first round knockout.
1: yeah same man and i'm not gonna give any more words on that that's a horrible fight to put on the main card there. i know
0: why is that third but i will say this marcel like it's possible jared could knock him out too because yeah it's but a heavyweight year, fight. yeah it's like guessing you know it's the same what they did with bizarro against green last time out you know Yep. All right, the co-main event, Yan versus Carla. Plus, or I'm um, sorry, uh, who's, who's your pick in that one?
1: Yeah, man, probably surprising, but I'm taking Asparza in this one, man. I yeah, expect yeah, her right. to get her to get her takedown at least in two of the three rounds. She probably
0: uh, struggles in the third round, but I see her winning at twenty nine twenty eight. How are you about it? Yeah, this guy Matt says he likes Carla plus money. I said it was close, Marcel. I'm going to pick Yan. I think I, I think ultimately her takedown defense should be good enough, but I don't know. We'll see in this fight, it's going to prove it. That's for sure. If she can stop the takedowns and keep the fight standing, she could, I think I would strike her spot. That's what I'm thinking happens. But I think as far as it could take her down too. So I don't know, like it's, it's uh it's a close fight. And then the main event, Marcel, I picked Rob Font. I think he probably knocks Garbrandt now. What do you think? Same
1: man. I have that as well. I said it in the in Dutch podcast yesterday, everybody was on Garbrandt. I'm on Font man. I think he, uh, he knocks him out as well. There you go.
0: Yeah. I mean. We'll see, guys. It's an interesting card. I think it's a better card that people are giving credit for. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Marcel, let's talk about some news and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What fights were announced? Today? Anything? Did you announce anything today? I just got announced by
1: Mike Hack Jr. that Jinju um, Fry is now fighting Ashley Yoder and not
0: Estela mm-hmm. Nunes anymore. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. We don't care. About and what was that? Uh,
1: <laughs> and, uh, Wilson, Gloria DePaula,
0: I guess. Yeah, that fight, uh, that good. Like, like, yeah, those fights are not like I think DePaula is okay, but but yeah, Bayes, remember she said that girl spit on her, and I don't think she did. Um, oh. I was looking at the rankings today. I don't know if you guys saw, but like man, Darius went to number three, which is which is good. I mean, he deserves it. But uh, Connor jumped above Tony Ferguson. I, he didn't even fight, so he gets to go above Ferguson, I guess, because Ferguson loses. There's you some weird stuff in the rankings. You saw they ranked.
1: switch uh, Whiteman and Strickland again. Again, yes, we man. every week
0: they do it now. It's yeah. so stupid. Um, it's funny yeah, that, that Moises rank, now is ranked, man. I did like a that they – yeah. It's not funny that, yeah, the, the moment he gets booked against Makachev, guys, Moises becomes the 15th ranked guy in the division. He probably deserves it. Though. He beat Alexander Hernandez. Yeah, I think he was ranked sixteen, So it's okay if he's 15. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, did you see the Dana White he signed some fighters from Fury FC? I didn't mm-hmm. see the – I didn't see the card man what do you think of these signings he's on this guy Mana martinez and fernando padilla what do you think yeah. of these guys
1: yeah i like them man i like them both you know uh, manna martinez lost that fight against um draco rodriguez right on the contender series yep. but he, he didn't look bad the fight it, it was a fun fun one and uh, i haven't seen the fury of c5s i have to watch it back i haven't seen it but i was like Fuck man, he's uh, he's signing two guys and the Veretnikov guy with with the Russian name, he has to go to the contender series again. He's like, why why all those Russians have to go through the contender series first, man? It's kind of weird to me, you know. He signs guys like and, and I don't say Padilla or um Anna Martinez, but he signs guys like Americans who are four and one or five and one or whatever. And then you got the Russian guy with Albert Durayev or whatever, Ashkabov was twenty
0: two and oh and you have to go to the contender series i mean why you know it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to me yeah that was the other guy that he like invited to contender series i don't understand. he he won uh they all like the other two guys won they all all three of the guys won belts yeah. but he signed the yeah. two guys but the other guy got a finish and it's he has like, to go to contender series for some reason it's so. like
1: he's almost afraid that the Russians are gonna take over the UFC that, that's oh, really that's what i that's really what I'm feeling lately man. He's like oh let these guys first fight there and then like Listen, man, some of these guys he signed for the Contender Series should have got a normal shot in the UFC without the Contender Series. And some guys who had the debut in the UFC should have been in the Contando Series. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of weird to me.
0: Yep, I agree. Um, what else we got here? I saw Jacare had uh successful arm surgery, which is great to hear. Mm-hmm. Six months, they're saying he's going to be out for. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's at 41, it's hard for him to – I don't know if he's going to come back like the same. You know what I mean? It's like – such a brutal injury and also uh 21st said he's not going to retire either but you think you you think he gets caught Marcel? what do you think man think he's gonna get caught or you think they keep him around give him a fun fight like nick diaz maybe that'd be a fun fight wouldn't it i well think
1: to, they will uh well- they will, uh, they will keep they will keep him around probably man because uh, i think he's still got a lot of fans you know the thing was with, with with a guy like tyron woodley i really i have no problem with tyron woodley but a lot of fans also didn't really like him you know what i mean and for yeah. tony ferguson tony ferguson got a legit backing of fans that, that love him and still still hyping you know i up you know so uh i i listen now from from a from a uh, how do you say that from a money wise decision i wouldn't be surprised if they cut him you know what i mean because i think he makes he makes good money or at least better than most fighters but um i i think he still got a fight at least one
0: yeah, no, I, we'll see. We'll see, guys. He says he's not going to go anywhere, but I don't know. Maybe they make him take a pay cut or something, just knowing Dana. You know what I mean? like. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Um, there's you know, there's some other cards this week, too, by the way. There's Bellator. I'm to talk about that with AJ. And there's an Invicta card. You know anything about this Invicta card at all? You, have you looked at it at all?
1: not really to be really honest I, I watch it when it's on but the thing is normally it's on a friday night and i have to wear it on saturday so yeah, I yeah just watch yeah. the highlights normally
0: i don't even know if like if i don't even know how we're gonna it's on fight network i think actually up here in canada which is cool oh, i know i do yeah well i can watch it actually that's the yeah. other thing right like people know i think they should just put it on like i thought fight pass was always a good thing for Invicted, but obviously i think it's a stupid move yeah, but, you know, maybe they weren't interested. I don't know. Maybe the numbers weren't good. I don't know. I mean, I'm not too sure. I think Invictus is definitely, like, a quality product. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, you know, it's had so many good fighters come over through the years, like, so many champions. Anyways, it's got this comment. Matt says, did you guys already cover the top 29 counts? That's a good question. I don't think we did. With Contender Series at all, where's the talent coming from? These guys are legit. Let's go to that. That's a good question, man. we got 10 minutes, so let's talk about it. It's, I'm going to pull up the cast right now, okay, Marcel? Mm-hmm. All right. Return up the ultimate Fighter. All right. I don't know a ton about these guys. I'll be honest, some of them. There's a couple guys I know, obviously, like Vince Murdoch. Okay, let's talk about these guys, Marcel.
1: Yeah, let's
0: go. Give me your thoughts. I mean, I, I don't know a ton of them. I, I pulled it up here. Start with the Bannon weights I guess. Anyone that we should keep our eye on. I know Vince Murdoch, obviously, and Joshua Reddinghouse. I know those two guys. Um, what about the other guys? Yeah, I know Mitch Proposal as well and Ricky Tertius.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that uh, you, you, yeah, you know Tertius as well. He yeah. actually fought at the very first or very first week of the contenders. Yeah. yeah. Where Snoop was calling him sexy Ricky yeah. and all them. So, <laughs> so um yeah, um that Lute surely Scho- Sholinian should be a good player as well. I don't really know a lot about him. I, the the, the USC really lost Vince Murdoch, right? They keep yeah. bringing him back. So um I, I think mm, uh, I'm, I r I like Raposo, I like Redding House. Uh I, that L-Livier guy should be really good. I have to do some more research on him. So uh that that's where, where I, I also don't know everybody, man. What about, the,
0: what about the other division, featherways? Anyone you know or
1: um yeah, Miles Hansinger, Gilbert Urbina, Cameron Blachinov, okay. the guy from Bellator, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: I know him, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that uh he left Bellator or whatever. Yeah. A little bit. Those are become. Those are the guys I know. I gotta say,
1: man, this uh, I really haven't paid too much attention to the Ultimate Fighter yet mm-hmm. because it still hasn't started. I normally do a little bit more research on it after uh, after the first episode or something, you know. Yeah. And uh, you you almost know a few guys, but there are also some guys you don't know. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to watch some more Ultimate Fighter. I I really don't get the thing that people hate it or something i mean if you don't like it you, you don't have to watch it you know but I, I i like it honestly and if you only want to watch the fights just
0: fast forward to the last part of the episode you know what i mean yeah um i agree with you by the way did you see the video guys brian ortega, or brian ortega put it on his uh his instagram with him and tracy cortez you see that yeah i did see that yeah
1: no good, mean, okay good for okay, him right? that's, yeah, how can you not see that on Twitter, man? I mean,
0: everybody's rep- posting that. So yeah, I saw that. I know, I know. Good for him, man. I think a lot of people are jealous, but I mean, the guy—you yeah. know—he's a successful guy. So I mean, it shouldn't surprise anyone. Anyway. Chris talk is posted fight news. Oh, that's good. Who, anything? Who, anything? We know anything? No, I have no Chris idea. Post- uh, I saw, it? I saw this as
1: well, but I have no idea who is fighting.
0: Yeah, no worries. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think Arlovsky. I mean, he just came off a quick fight. I don't know. Would that be a good fight or no? Or is that. Should you get someone higher rank? He, he should definitely. He's ranked nine. Of, but but who's, not who's not available, though?
1: Who? Let me check, man. I have the rankings here in front of me with the matchups. Uh, Shamil Abdurakhimov, Abdur- Abdur- who is above him, is available. And uh, Curtis Blades is also available, man. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, maybe they just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's give Curtis Blades Chris Dawkins and see. If Chris Dawkins can knock him out. You yeah. know, I don't think I don't think he could. I think that would be a bad matchup. But I don't know. I mean, he's been knocked out a couple times now. And Lewis caught him good. And I like Dawkins. Don't get me wrong. I just think that would be a big step up. But man, you know what? I tweeted about this today, Marcel. This tweet got a lot of attention. And a lot of people agreed with me, man. I just think like the UFC's matchmaking now it's so like tight. Like it's you see it up and down the card. It's all even match fights, guys. Like they they're just trying to find the best fighter in each division at this point. That's what they want to do. They truly don't care who it is. I don't think like there's certain guys obviously they have gone behind, but I think in general Marcel, so it's all about the UFC brand and they just want to find the best guy. That's what I think at this point. So it's like, yeah, you know, Cody, this is a, I think in the past they wouldn't have given him Rob Font. I think they would have given him someone that doesn't have as much knockout power that he could be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But they're giving him Rob Font. They're like, can you still, you know, withstand this punishment? I don't know. I have a feeling Romanov or Pavlovich could be next. Pavlovich, oh yeah, that'd be a good fight. Sergey Pavlovich against Chris Dawkins. I, I would watch that fight myself. As long as
1: they don't do Dawkins against Espinol, I would be really stupid, in my opinion. I Those mean, like what, what,
0: You know what? Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe yeah. they're like, you know what? Let's just see which guy's ready for the for like a top five guy. It
1: would, it would be legit stupid, man. I mean, you finally <laughs> have some new blood in the division, and then you're gonna match them up against so, each other. It would be legit what, stupid. What about
0: what about this guy, uh, Sergey Spivak? Does he have a fight lineup or? Yeah, he's fighting uh, Olenek okay oh yeah 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 they just announced that okay so who else is available then i guess the winner of walt harris and uh tabura or something or the winner of the winner of Bowser and... against latifi yeah oh, there's three heavyweight fights on the next card by the way so yeah that's interesting eh? it is yeah anyways as um... long as they're not all behind each other i'm okay for sure. Uh, let's just quickly talk about the car before a few minutes. We saw a few minutes left. Let's quickly go over it. I want to get this, uh, comments first though. Doc this Shamil. Oh yeah. Shamil's still out there too, but he barely fights anymore. Like I feel like he never mm-hmm. fights anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, let's get this, uh, comment here. Great point with UFC direction. Seems they're all a different company. Now not sure star driven, although I feel like they have solid paper. per view trying like, Dana, White keeps saying it guys like he's, he's not actually joking. He's, he's telling the truth. He's like, we're, the train keeps rolling. Like we don't stop for anyone. Like we're just trying to find the best fighter in the world. I think that really is what they're trying to do right now. They honestly don't care if a guy, you know, has to bounce back. They're just like, whatever. Like I think in the past, you know, Marcel, like Edmund wouldn't have got this fight. They would be like, hey Edmund, you're gonna go fight like Jamie Pickett now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're gonna go fight him and, and bounce back and get a knock at your confidence back. But now they're like, all right, Edmund, we'll see if you're you're really that good. I know he did turn out some fights. He turned out some lower ranked guys because he wanted to test himself too. So I I definitely recognize that. But I just think in general now, like the UFC is more willing to take risks with the matchmaking than in the past. And I just prefer this type type of matchmaking to Bellator, which is all like big favorites. You know, Marcel? Anyways, Anyways. quickly, let's go through the card one last time. Starting off the card, Isma Gulav. I think me and Marcel both kind of lean towards him winning a decision. Mm -hmm. The next fight, Demir Mm -hmm. Hadzevich. That's what, who'd you pick again, Marcel? I pick Hadzovic. Who'd you pick? I pick Medeiros. Yeah. Medeiros. Okay. Decision or a knockout, you think? Decision. Decision? I'm thinking Hadzevich, maybe decision or maybe he finishes Medeiros. Who knows? Uh, Koulibau, I kind of like it by stoppage a little bit. What do you think? I kind of agree with you. I first was on decision, but I am kind of agree with you. Bruno Silva, I think, probably stops this guy too. What do you think? Yeah, same. Yep. Um, Bill Algio, Ricardo Ramos. I think Algeo, maybe decision. Algeo decision, I have to say. Silva, McGee, what do you think about this fight, Marcel? How do you think it goes? Silva, decision? Dec-
1: decision, 29-28 for Silva. Yeah, first yeah,
0: probably. Paul McGee's super tough. He's never been submitted, but I could th- I could see uh, Silva pulling off a sub. Um, David, De- uh, Devor- uh, sorry, Edmund Shabazian. I think the order's off here, guys. Actually, sorry. It's Ben Rothwell and Chris Barnett. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Ben Rothwell.
1: Not good, yeah. First round or second? Mm. Or third? I'm going with second. I'm going with second.
0: Yeah. I don't know if this guy survives it, man. I don't know if he can survive three rounds. It's a, t- it's it's a small page too. Eh? Like it's this small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is tough for this guy. Um, Edmund Subozzi and Jack Hermanson, man, I, I feel like you, I don't know. I honestly don't know about this one yet. Like, I got still think about it a little bit, but Marcel saying Edmond, he thinks yeah. out Jack uh, Spencer Dumont, you said uh, Spencer's submission, And I, I'm thinking maybe, or maybe a decision, but yeah, submission seems possible for sure. Mm-hmm. Yan yeah, decision, he likes as far as decision, and then the main event, Font by knockout. Last comment to the UFC book, Arman Nazareth. I I don't mind it. I feel like there's a parallel universe of Ramos top ten. Ricardo Ramos, man, I mean, he is uh, he's he's an okay fighter, but I just feel like his durability and his, his cardio is a question mark, guys. Anyways, Marcel, that was a lot of fun, man. I'm done talking though. <laughs> I can't talk anymore. Uh, so because you left I had to fill in the dead air. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um you no know, you killed it man thanks again guys for all, everyone who had joined us and sending questions i appreciate that guys we'll see what happens i mean it seems like we, we were on the same page for the most part there were a few fights we did differ on um uh, dvorak Pivot, sorry we didn't cover that i, I didn't pick pivet and Mar- marcel picked dvorak so that's one we were a little bit off and then taffa Vandera, we both picked Tafa. those are the other ones i missed the order on best fight odds is off anyways marcel plug your stuff in. let's get out of here
1: big Marcel 24 twitter instagram mmadna.nl on instagram twitter facebook and youtube
0: mm-hmm uh you guys can follow me on twitter at mmadam martin and then uh, the podcast obviously maeldsbringer.com it's our youtube channel uh tell your friends about it guys let's get it out there get some more people listening to it um we're also at my bjpan.com obviously my uh and then elite fantasy and elite uh elite sports betting uh i'll have my bets up for this week I'm, i think i'll have more plays on this card i feel like i think i had some strong reads some of these uh, early fights especially but we'll see and then my DFS stuff as well, man. I've been killing the DFS lately, Marcel. So I absolutely love it. So excited for this weekend, guys. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll be back on Thursday with AJ, and we'll talk about Bellator. Okay, this last question. Who do you think Jig is fighting next year? That's what I said the other day. Marcel, last word. Who's he fighting next, in your opinion?
1: Um, Atson Barbosa. There you
0: go. All right, guys. Have a great one. Talk to you soon.